0: Like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not-so-positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary, and this week's co-host...
1: I am super excited today because every Tuesday we get to make a lot of shift happening and one of, there was a famous person that one time said how you start with the end in mind and you have to be the change that you want to see and we are today we're going to be talking about Kids and you know, uh, being a parent myself, there's this is one of the things that as a parent, you really need to focus on what is it that I'm showing and that I'm modeling Uh, because kids they see. Here and notice everything i tell you what i know for my kid for sure has observational skills like i don't know anybody who has observational skills like this kid (laughs) and and i was just telling a story a little bit earlier today when i was doing a presentation and down in disney we're in orlando and uh and how when my son, he was two or three years old, he's 14 now, and um, he wanted me to grill something on the grill, and having grown up on the fourth floor, uh, we had a balcony, we did not have a grill. I did not know how to use that thing, but he really, really wanted whatever it was he wanted to eat grilled, and I f- finally, I stepped back, and I thought, you know what, let me just, who knows, maybe he knows how to turn it on, because he did, but I didn't want him to touch the grill on I mean, I was envisioning things in my head, the thing exploding and huge flames and whatnot. So I set the the stage for him. Okay, you stand over there, and you tell me what to do, and I will do it, and we'll see what happens. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And by golly, the kid knew exactly how to turn the thing on. He, He told me, you know, push this button, turn this dial, and voila, we had the grill going. So you just never know. And um, well, today, uh, you know, in the 20-some years that I worked uh, in the field, of, I'm a therapist and I have worked for years both with uh, adults and with kids. And again, when you're working with kids, uh, that is where, that's that's kind of a challenge. We all have our ages that we're really good at. And I'm, I'm really good with adults and teenagers, but um but uh, so it it's always good to work with people who uh, have a specialty in the areas that you're you're not you don't have a specialty in. So today I have a doctor of Oriental medicine, Doctor Franklin Dwight, Dwight Franklin. I'm sorry, <laughs> and um, we go you go by Doctor Dwight. So and he uh, specializes in kids and especially ADHD and ADD, which is a huge uh, topic. Uh, so thank you for being on here, Dr. Dwight.
2: Thanks so much for having me, Karen. how are you?
1: I am great, I'm glad to be here and to be uh, talking with you about something I know a lot of parents are gonna wanna tune into because you have a different way of, of going about helping parents with k- these kids. So that's why I wanted to bring you on and, and w- talk a little bit about what are some, some of the main things that you see when you and how you work with these families.
2: Well, um, number one, right off the gate, right out of the gate, I, I, I'm not a medical doctor, so I don't diagnose ADD. That's up to the medical do- doctors to However, a couple things, I, I, I know how the brain works, and how the brain functions, and, um, and I know that uh, an ADD diagnosis by itself is not enough to really figure out how to help these kids. Um, you can pretty much understand this, Karim, pretty easily, that uh, I am not the first person that people call when they suspect their child has ADD. I'm like number 8, 9, 10 on the list, Right. For sure. So they've already been diagnosed, okay? It's just a matter of taking um, what we know and really using a scalpel to get to the root of the problem, okay? And uh, I will see this happen all the time where um, a child and their parents go to uh, a medical doctor. And just to give you guys background on myself… I've worked alongside psychiatrists and I've worked alongside pediatricians. So I uh, I love what they do. I, I have great respect for everything that they uh, have to offer. And I've learned a lot of what I know from psychiatrists and pediatricians, probably the majority of what I know. Um, but all pediatricians are different. All psychiatrists are different. And many times I see these kids coming into my office and um, they were put on a generic medication, uh, you know, a just an ADD stimulant um, is usually where doctors start many times, and uh, it may not be the right thing for that particular child, okay? If they're coming to see me, it probably wasn't the right thing, okay? <laughs> you have seven different types of ADD, at least, and that's based on uh, Dr. Daniel Amen. He's a psychiatrist, very world-renowned, um, but seven different types, and they all are different. So you really have to understand what those intricacies are that make that child different than the, than the other child, because sometimes stimulants work wonders. This is why, you know, you, uh, you hear from other parents or you'll see it on Yahoo, on their news feed, you know, um, just huge success stories about things such as stimulants. But then you'll hear the horrific side effects, too. But really, in in reality, it's simply that that medication may not have been the right thing for that particular child. Okay, mm-hmm. so what I do is I use a lot of lab work, a lot of specialty labs. We work with uh, gut health. We work with the neurotransmitters in both gut and the brain. We can ch- we can check levels of that neurotransmitter levels. Uh, we can check food sensitivities. Uh, both allergies, true allergies, and the sensitivities to see if there's something there that might be causing this uh, inflammation in the kid's body. Uh, We work with a lot of of, um, nutritional uh, advice. We give a lot of nutritional advice based on uh, individualized food therapies. So not every kid's going to have the same plan. It's going to be different for each child because they all have different issues that they're dealing with. Mm. Uh, And then we use a lot of nutritional nutraceutical supplementation. And once again, everything that I do is individualized. Um, mm-hmm. you know, something that I always made sense in my head when I thought about how these kids were being treated, uh, I, my mother used to always uh, get mad at me because I wouldn't, I wouldn't study for a, um, a test, uh, like an easy health test. And they were all matching tests and I could Oh. happening in the medical world oh. is and we got an unstable internet connection here
1: yes yeah so Are we back minute, on? I, lost you, I lost you at um you you your mother got upset with you because you wouldn't study for a health test so it was a matching test
2: yes okay yes yeah matching test so I wouldn't study because it was it was just an easy process. I would just match up the question to the answer real easily, right? Well, that's what's happening in, in with kids today when they go to um, many medical doctors out there. Is mom is saying this kid's not this kid's not paying attention in school? So that doctor immediately says ADD, and then they match it up to whatever medication is the first uh, you know medication that they typically use, right? Yeah. And then we. Yeah. There's Success or not, but there's it doesn't have to be like that. We right. we can really get to the heart of the matter by talking with these kids, by talking with these parents. Um, you know, I spend hours uh, at you know in, an hour each time I visit with these parents, talking with them and finding out what is going on. Truly. You know, and that's gonna that's gonna make a world of difference on how I actually uh, implement supplementation. I don't do medication because I'm not a medical doctor, but I can help them figure out the right supplementation, the right food therapy to really hone in on what's actually happening with that
1: hmm Yeah. And, and you mentioned something about gut health. I know that's something that's becoming more and more prominent that people. Uh, it's becoming more mainstream that people are recognizing the huge effect that gut has, health has on our physical health as well as our mental health. And, uh, you know, so what factor does that play specifically with these kids? with ADHD and ADD that have been diagnosed with it, do you sometimes find just clearing that up will clear up that supposed diagnosis?
2: Well, it's possible, but really what that's kind of a long-term solution. And a lot of times I have to look at the short term because, I mean, once again, I'm working with kids that, uh, you know, they're, I'm their eighth, ninth, tenth stock. Okay. So they're usually at the point where mom and dad are really having, they're, they're really breaking down over this problem. And and the child may be, you know, looking at uh, getting kicked out of school or, or failing a grade or something like that. So I have to implement short-term strategies along with long-term strategies. Uh, We'll get to the short-term strategies, but yes, you're absolutely correct. It makes a world of difference uh, when you clean up that gut. Now, how is it related? Well, We could do a show just on that, but I'm going to make it simple as possible. Okay. So you have all of these uh, beneficial bacteria in your gut. Okay. Now the beneficial bacteria has a great role in promoting neurotransmitter production. Okay. So if you, usually a kid is either put on an antibiotic at an earlier age, uh, which I'm not saying there's not reasons for antibiotics. There are. But you have to understand what the aftermath of that is so that you can take the steps to not have to deal with uh, you know, the repercussions, if you will, which is by using probiotics, right? But these gut bacteria, these beneficial gut bacteria, they help produce neurotransmitters, okay? So when you take that antibiotic, you wipe them all out because an antibiotic doesn't really differentiate between a bad bacteria that's making us sick and a good bacteria that's, you know, helping us to be healthy. Uh, Not only does it produce um, uh, healthy neurotransmitters, but it also lines our gut so that chemicals that we're ingesting, things like red food dye, okay, that's a big red food dye. I have seen kids with the most severe ADD-type symptoms dramatically improve just with eliminating food dyes. but. Die specifically. They should just go through the gut, and you should just get rid of them, right? But when uh-huh. you have, um, when you are missing those good beneficial bacteria that line the gut and provide a barrier, well, these chemicals can escape into the bloodstream. Now we know that as leaky gut syndrome, right? We all hear that right. term, leaky right. gut syndrome. But that's what we're really talking about: is that there's so much inflammation in the walls of the the gut lining that Food and chemicals are escaping into the bloodstream, and many of those can cross the blood-brain barrier and cause inflammation on the brain. So yeah. it's the bacteria that help to seal that gut and help for things just to pass right through you, and you just get rid of them, you know, the things that you don't need, right? So yeah. that's the biggest thing is is making sure the kid's on the right probiotics, and that's a big um issue I see too is many times people are using probiotics, but they don't really know, you know, which ones they should be taking. Okay. Right? So number one, you got to take a probiotic that's actually a living probiotic and it's not going to be a dead probiotic that's been sitting on the shelves of CVS for, you know, two, three months. Okay? that's not going to work. But it okay. also has to be the right strains of probiotic. So we look at um, lactobacillus strains that are common. Well those help to produce GABA. Okay? We look at uh, certain streptococcus strain that helps to produce serotonin. And then we look at um, bacillus strains that help to produce dopamine. So wow. you better have the right probiotic for what the kid is actually going through. If that mm. kid is an uh, anxiety-filled kid and he needs um, to really relax, and that will help him focus by simply relaxing more, then he needs more of that lactobacillus GABA-producing probiotic. Okay? Huh, so wow. if you need more dopamine, if that kid is just bouncing off the walls and can't control <laughs> themselves, they probably need more dopamine, and that's the bacillus huh. strains. So it's, it's a little um, complicated, but once you really work with the health professional that understands the differentiation, uh, you yeah, really can okay. get to the right treatment plan,
1: wow. the right
2: I, wellness plan. We can't say that we treat ADD. Say is I can help make that gut uh, better functioning, and whatever happens that after that is whatever happens after that.
1: Right, <laughs> but that alone uh, is—it just sounds like to me a foundational piece, you know, to be able to get that part taken care of because that that is uh, affects everything. You know, your your digestion. Um, how you absorb your food, um, and and now I had not heard that piece that you just talked about with each strain helps produce different neurotransmitters, and, and that's that's incredible.
2: Yeah, so, a lot of research there, um, a lot of new <laughs> research coming out there. Okay. Um, I, I left out something, and I don't want to just be the guy that blames, you know, other medical, because it's not about that. It's not about blaming anybody because there's reasons for antibiotics, but really besides antibiotics, something that can greatly affect that gut health is the way the kid is eating day to day. Okay. Mm. So if they're eating sugary foods or starchy foods, then that's going to help promote bad bacteria and yeast issues, Candida. We don't want that. That will cause problems. But if they are eating healthy proteins, healthy fibers, um, uh, you know, those kind of foods, green vegetables, those are going to help promote good beneficial bacteria. So that's really important. What can we do ourselves?
1: Yeah. And, And that's a really great point because this goes right back to circles back to what I started with that we really need to. Be the leader in in the home as the parent, and and really, it's sounds to me as though it's, it's just about really eating healthy is a big, the, the big foundational piece. Um, and so, one of the things that we're going to do because we're just getting ready to shift over to a couple of messages, uh, and then we'll be right back with more great information from Dr. Dwight is that we are doing these running these. Weekly challenges, and these are the little challenges to help you shift things in your life. And today, what uh, our weekly challenge for this next week is going to be is to go ahead and if you are a soda drinker, cut that out for the week and notice what happens in your life because that is a lot of sugar. I have even noticed like th- these little nice coffee drinks and whatnot. Some of the ones that I pulled out there, like Forty-seven grams of sugar in one drink. Oh my god! So take a take a uh, just an experiment and eliminate those things for this week and see what that does for you. And we will be right back with more great information from Doctor Dwight.
0: insights dramatic weight loss coaching program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight the program features nine transformational individual sessions you'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation it's not a diet instead you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle visit insightscounselingcenter.com to find out more
3: good grief airs live wednesdays at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern on voice america health and wellness are you finding your frequency it can be described as that space between failure and success it's the future of digital media it's finding your voice it's engaging topics content and ideas
0: Listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to Karin W at InsightsCounselingCenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K A R I N. Now, Back to shift happens.
1: Yes, thank you for hanging in there today. We have Dr. Dwight Franklin, a Doctor of Medi- Oriental Medicine, and we are talking about kids in ADD who've been diagnosed with ADD and ADHD and holistic ways of helping them and their families. One of the things that uh, I love about what you do, Dr. Dwight, is that uh, that you you have this holistic way of going about it because our I know that our brains and our bodies are designed to move towards health as long as we provide it with an environment that's conducive for that. And this is where what we were talking about in the first segment, we got into the fact that there are seven different, at least seven different types of ADD and ADHD. Uh, This is from Dr. Damian Amen. He does brain scans on every single person that comes through his doors. So he has an actual visual of what the brain looks like and what it does. and. and then you were talking about the different uh, probiotics and how each strand produces a different neurotransmitter, which is so cool. I love that. And um, so one of the things you do, Dr. Dwight, is that you talk with the parents about food and look at their nutrition and what's, what are they eating in the home. Can you mm-hmm. talk a little bit more about that, please?
2: Yeah, um, we all know kids are very picky eaters, right? Uh, And we all know that um, they like sugar, they like starchy foods. Uh, You might be able to get some protein in them, which is great because those amino acids from the protein uh, will turn into all the neurotransmitters that we need. However, they don't just magically turn into those neurotransmitters. We need the right vitamins and minerals to make them turn into those neurotransmitters, okay? But uh, it all starts with those amino acids, and then we have to have the right vitamins and minerals on top of that. But um, that starts at home, you know? That starts at home. We know that kids can be finicky eaters, and I hear that all the time. Oh, they won't they won't do this. They won't do this. And, um, Karen, I don't know. Uh, you know, my parents – had me watching a lot of old TV shows like uh, the Andy Griffith show and stuff like that. And uh, I, I look back at that and I think, wow, things were different back then. It wasn't, Oh, you don't like this son. Okay. Well we won't do it then. There was none of it. It was, You eat your broccoli, or you're going home, you're going to bed, you know, hungry. It was that kind of like eat your asparagus, eat your whatever, you know, the vegetable is. It was just a done deal that they had to eat that to go to bed or they had to eat that to have their dessert. Right. And uh, so we we kind of lost that along the way where we it's not it's nobody's fault. It's our busy, busy lifestyles. We are so busy that. Mm. We are actu- We actually just want to subdue our kids the best way po- that we think is possible in the moment. And that's giving in, right? We give in we give in the, the ice cream, we give in the you know the, the sugary foods, the starchy foods because that's what they want. And we have been running and, and running around crazy, getting everything done all day long, you know, fighting with our boss or whatever it is that we're having to do. Uh, and we don't, we just can't take on another fight at the end of the day. Right.
1: Right.
2: Here's what I tell my parents is if you don't take on that fight, that fight will be there forever. And it gets worse and worse and worse. Uh, five-year-olds that don't listen well can only do so much harm. Okay. When you get to be a teenager, when you have teenage Mm -hmm. kids, and they don't listen. They they don't uh, take your advice, and they don't uh, follow through on things. Then it can be a problem where they can hurt themselves. You know, they can truly hurt themselves, and we don't want that. We want to see kids growing up to be well functioning teenagers, and then young adults. Yeah. And uh, but it all starts now. It yeah. all starts now. I know kids aren't going to jump at broccoli. I know kids aren't going to jump at asparagus. Okay, they're going to say no, but keep introducing. Keep introducing and, uh, you know, just don't give up. So
1: then there's some tricks, you know, some uh, people who've learned how to disguise it and put it into food. So it's, you know, it's mashed up somehow and put in your something that looks like and and tastes like cake, but it's not. It's really broccoli or cauliflower or something like
2: that. So, yeah, there are many tricks out there. (laughs) Uh, I've learned quite a few. Uh, You can do a lot with cauliflower, (laughs) but uh, yeah, you can do, there's a lot, so many things. I give recipes to all my um, parents uh, the majority of the time and uh, we will figure it out. If we find out that that kid is sensitive to certain foods or has an allergy to certain foods that we think is probably these issues, we can really make that diet um, work for that kid and for the most part, not Cause any major major fights in the home, okay? Yeah, uh, we'll be able to find some replacements for them.
1: Right. That's and that's a big piece now. Yeah. So I wonder, and I know a lot of people do. Some people, some kids, they literally like two or three things, and that's all that they will eat. And I wonder how do they survive? How do they continue to grow and develop? Uh, it just seems like there there would be something missing. But I don't know.
2: It's well, there is, and that's why we have such an epidemic of these ADD cases and and, and allergies, eczema. I mean, I deal with a lot mm-hmm. of eczema, and, and um, mm-hmm. it turns out, guess what? They're, they have a sensitivity, at least if not an allergy, to the, those two or three foods that they eat every day, right? Uh, uh, the body is just under so much stress. Um, but, yes, it, it's a process, you know. It's introducing, um, uh, you know – other foods. Uh, it's going to be slow going. You don't want to just overwhelm the child right away, but you also have to keep up with it. You know, yeah. uh, you have to keep up with it. You have to keep trying. And, and I and I, I wish there was easier advice than that. But it, when you're dealing with young kids who don't really understand, you know, why they're having to do this, it's really going to be up to the parents to just be consistent with, you know, this is what we're eating. You know, this is what we're eating. And then kids will 99% of the time, except in special, maybe autistic cases, uh, they will start to eat because they're not going to starve themselves, you know, (laughs) so they will start to eat those foods. There are some cases where you do have to watch that. uh, But, you know, sensory processing disorder, kids like that, they might need a little bit of help along the way. But other than that, you know, you just got to be consistent. Keep presenting those types of foods, the right kind of foods.
1: Yeah. And I could imagine another big piece of that puzzle would be do not bring those, salty, sugary, um, uh, empty carbohydrate foods into the home because obviously if they're there, they're going to eat them, right? We do as adults, so why would children not? (laughs)
2: Yeah, I I always say, "Karn, young children don't have jobs, okay? They're not out there buying these foods and taking them into the house, right? Right. And, you know, everybody in the family has to be on board. If that, yeah. if we have to look at um, these mental health issues and these gut health issues the same way as if that kid had a broken arm or a broken leg, right? Everybody would try to pitch in to help that kid if they had something like a physical ailment that, that we could all see. But this mm-hmm. isn't something that we can see, right? So do you know yeah. how hard it is for a six-year-old to look at dad eating a dog, or whatever it is, and say, "Well, I can't have that. It's not fair, right?" Right now, needs to pitch in too. Dad needs yeah. to be a part of the process. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's very important that the whole family uh, pitches in and 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 makes changes. Now, yeah. there are going to be. T- cases where even healthy food might come up as a sensitivity and a allergy and that's a little different you know I don't want the whole family going without apples right it <laughs> is allergic to but in most general cases we all know what foods we shouldn't be eating and uh, yeah. you know a kid like that, this is um, you know face they they don't need to see that they need they need right. to be backed up by their parents and for sure and
1: and if you think of it, there's always a silver lining. And in this case, you could look at it as instead of, oh, it's a punishment. I can't have my corn dogs and potato chips. Think of it. Oh, this is a blessing. This child is going to help me do for me that I needed to do all along. Absolutely. And guess what? I might actually start to feel healthier and have more energy and, and prevent chronic illness or reverse some chronic illness as bad as already set in.
2: Absolutely. That's it, it. works like that all the time. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, they not only does mom and dad usually get better themselves by just doing what they need to do with the kid. Uh, mm-hmm. but that kid, all of the complaining and anger that we see in the beginning, it does go away over time. It mm-hmm. does. And yeah. then the, the biggest problem I have after that happens is that the kid becomes, uh, you know, really, uh, He really start or he or she really starts to have issue with his friends and and family's food, you know, like that's (laughs) that's not good for you. You know, that kind of thing. uh, That's a problem I'll greatly have.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They can start teaching the nutritional classes, huh?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, (laughs) because they could. (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) that's a good thing. So when when you talk about the seven different at minimum different AD, types of ADHD and ADD, uh, um, can you talk a little bit about what they
2: look like? Yeah, yeah. so your type one is going to be your classic ADD, okay? Your classic ADD, uh, where the kid is hyperactive, impulsive, talks a lot uh, and, and is not focusing well, okay. Those kids typically need dopamine. What's happening in, in those kids is their prefrontal cortex, it, which is in the frontal lobe of the brain, just isn't functioning at the way it should. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, that's the most dopamine uh, uh that center of the brain uses the most dopamine, of, or most dopamine sensitive any part of the brain, okay? okay? So we need dopamine, and that kid is lacking. That's why stimulants work so well with the classic ADD type is because hmm. uh, they, that frontal lobe there, that prefrontal cortex, it helps us to focus, and it helps our impulse control, okay? Hmm. It, it is really what tells us, you know, yes, this is appropriate, or no, it's not appropriate. <laughs> Okay? Right. So when you look at kids and you have to tell them 100 times not to do something, and, and sometimes you tell them don't do it, and that's what makes them do it, that's the prefrontal <laughs> cortex. Okay? Right. So they need dopamine uh, producing whatever route you take. If you take a, a medication route, then the stimulant would be the you know what you would probably get from a doctor there. If you go the supplement route, then L-tyrosine is amino acid that turns into dopamine with the right vitamins and minerals. Yeah, Mm. so classic uh, that's your type one classic. Okay, type two is the inattentive ADD. The inattentive ADD also needs dopamine, but for different reasons because they just need um, help with focusing. Their brain will actually shut off when they're on any concentrate, concentrating task. Okay, it'll just shut off. So they need help with that as well. But those kids don't always get the help that they need. Because they're not bothering anybody. These kids aren't hyperactive. They're not uh, impulsive necessarily. Um, they're just kind of like go through their day, you know, whatever. And then they, you know, they try to focus and they, they can't and they get called lazy. If they would just apply themselves, apply themselves, then they would do better. But they they need some help with that. Okay. So that yeah. kid needs help just like that type one that's making everybody a little nuts. Okay. And um <laughs> I know we're getting close to a break here, but type three is overfocused ADD. Overfocused ADD is exactly how it sounds. They're hyper focused. So the last thing they need is really more focus. It's like. just that they're focusing on things that aren't related to what they need to be focusing on. Uh, so these kids present OCD type behaviors, okay? And uh, if you give a kid that has OCD-type behaviors or, or type 3 ADD something that's going to boost their focus, you can really cause issue there. I mean, mm. they can go so with that. We need to use more serotonin-boosting supplementation. Uh, 5-HTP is great. Um, there's a few others out there, but that's what you, the route you need to go there. And they still might need a little bit of dopamine for impulse control and things like that. But... Really, what we're concentrating on is helping them to relax and and be you know okay in their bodies. Uh, mm. They can be very um, judgmental kids. They can be very self righteous kids. If um, if I didn't, if I wouldn't have had to do this if, if my brother didn't do that, you know, they t- they try to, pl- to place the blame on anything <laughs> that they're doing. So, our, yeah, our attorney uh, types, huh? Yeah, they can handle They can uh, be a handful at times. Um, I like to say they're my seven-year-olds that are going on about 75. They can have that cranky yeah. position. But uh, I, I had one, I'll just share this quick story. One little yeah. child, about six, seven years old, and uh, he had gone through medications and different uh, routes before. And um, it was, he came in, I could tell right away he was type three overfocus. We gave him 5-HTP and the mom called the next day and said, what did you do? And I'm like, oh, what happened? And she said, like, he's a different kid. He's happy, he's smiling, he's wanting to wow. do stuff with the family. Before he was just cranky and just angry, but now he's feeling good about life. So yeah, that's uh, that's three of the types. Uh, I, I don't know if we have time to cover any more. We might need to take a break. yeah. Let's
1: let's uh, save those for the next segment. And, but that's really, really nice to see. And, and sometimes how one little tweak that can make a difference. So again, I just want to remind you guys that our challenge for your health this week is to go ahead and cut out any sugary drinks that you do, whether it's soda or those delicious coffee drinks that they put literally 50 grams of sugar in, oh my God, that's probably what you need in a whole entire year. <laughs> Cut that out and see what that does for you because all this sugar is something that leads to a lot of inflammation in our body and we don't need more inflammation. We need we, we probably have about what we need or too much already, right, Dr. Dwight? So, Absolutely. Not too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we are in the middle of finding out what those seven different types of ADD, ADHD types are, brains, what they look like, and what they uh, on the outside. So when we come back from these few breaks, I mean, messages, then we'll hear, hear about the rest of them.
0: Insights Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more.
1: How much health and wellness information have you been exposed to today? Listen to Prescription for Success with Dr. Emil Haldi. Healing and empowerment start from within, but it also takes the best knowledge and advice. That's what you'll find here. Dr. Haldi and his guests will help you make the right life enhancing decisions for well being success. Tune in live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness channel for Prescription for Success.
0: Listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to Karin W at InsightsCounselingCenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K A R I N. Now, Back to Shift Happens.
1: We are definitely making a lot of Shift Happen again today in the area of gut health, holistic health, um, finding out about uh, families and kids and what they're going through. And in addition to this challenge that we have this week of you eliminating sugary uh, drinks and whatnot, we want you to go ahead and go to our Shift Happens Facebook page and let us know what your experience was like because what we're going to do is every week is we're going to Pick a random person who posted on there what their experiences were, and and you will win a prize. So you want to go ahead and post your experiences of what that was like. And right before we got to break before, uh, I have Dr. Dwight on here, who is a doctor of oriental medicine, specifically uh, working with a lot of kids with ADHD and ADD. He's the... And one of the last in the line where people go to when they're ripping their hair out (laughs) because nothing else has really seemed to work. And so we we were talking about the seven types of ADD and ADHD brains and what they look like. And we got to, I think, number three,
2: right? Yeah, we got through number three. So uh, ready for four?
1: Let's get (laughs) them.
2: Okay, guys, (laughs) I'll go quickly through these. Uh, the type four is temporal lobe ADD, and uh, just how it sounds, it deals with the temporal lobe. Now, that temporal lobe um, deals with mood control, mood stability. So mm-hmm. these kids can have um, mood changes, and sometimes they can actually have uh, violence at, at wow. times. So wow. we got to watch for that in the, so that's something really serious there, right? Um, they'll have learning disabilities at times because that's where that happens, too. Um, okay. They will have uh, language comprehension issues because that's where the temporal lobe uh, is. They also... Uh, what else? Um, uh, um, um, mood. As I already mentioned mood. There's one that I'm missing, actually. I don't think I've said it yet. Uh, but really, the, what the lobe... Oh,
1: we're kind of losing having a back
2: is mood stability and a
1: mood stability and language. Yeah, now you are. Yeah,
2: yes. You mentioned. Yeah, yeah. So really, really look at learning issue. Okay. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's type four. Um, Yeah. Type five. Is limbic ADD and limbic ADD is when we got excessive stimulation in the limbic system and the limbic system is where a lot of emotions are. Right. The person, the person is really happy. It's actually the opposite. Okay, They, <laughs> they lack a lot of motivation. Um, they lack just that get up and go about them. Okay, uh, so We really want to help them Uh, to produce uh, more dopamine, more uh, norepinephrine to help get them moving and help get them motivated, okay? So Mm. that's the big one. And once again, that kid is going to kind of slip through the radar. They're going to slip through the radar because they're really not causing any problems for anybody. Right. So they get classified as lazy, right? They can actually um, be considered depressed at times. Uh, they're just a really depressing person to be around. They might lack friends. So once again, you give a stimulant to that kid and only a stimulant, what are they going to concentrate on? They're going to concentrate on all the negatives because they, they, that kid t- tends to have a lot of negative viewpoints on the world. So they're going to oh, focus wow. on mm-hmm. that. So you got to know what subtype of ADD you're really working with, whether you're a medical doctor or whether you're somebody like myself, because it will really get to the heart of what you need to do. And you can really cause problems for a kid, even as, with supplements. If I get, gave that kid only a, only um, uh, dopamine and nothing else alongside it to help chill them out and help, them to, you know, not be so moody and negative, then you're going to have issues with that too. Okay. Mm-hmm. So type six is the ring of fire A D, which a lot of us have heard about ring of fire. Um, they they're, if you look at their brain scans from Dr. N it looks just like it has fire on that brain okay wow okay. a lot of times this is coming from inflammation and a lot of times it's coming from some sort of food allergy or food sensitivity mm-hmm. i one of my big success story um i i guess is the right word i would say Food dyes, red food dye being the biggest one, and uh, right. he um, he would tell his mom that it feels like my brain's on fire. That was his. Huh. That was a, an eight year old. I think it was eight about the time. That's what he would tell his mom is feel like my brain's on fire. Uh, uh-huh. And I guess where we guess we changed his kid's diet. He was doing phenomenal. He went from actually uh, being physical with kids at the school and being you know told he's going to get kicked out. To being one of the better kids at school but guess what happened to this kid he got reintroduced the food dyes unknowingly by guess where school well that that actually happened too but okay, medication medication ah. it was his uh he took a little bit of medication and his little white pill was now a little orange pill and the mother calls me up and says dwight everything's the same. I don't know what's going on, but he's completely regressed. And uh, we stayed on the phone for quite a while trying to figure out what happened because there's always a reason. There's always a reason. And um, so we find out that the only thing that had changed was this little milligram of medication he was on went from white to orange. We got, um, I work with a pediatrician alongside a pediatrician. He got him the right right medication Without the food dye, and the kid went back to normal. You know, wow. went back to doing ring of fire. They they have mood changes as well, but they can go from really angry to really sad in a heartbeat. Maybe you tell them, "No, we can't do that today," and they completely have a mental breakdown because of one thing that looks from the outside world as something small. They take it so big, right?
1: I, I can imagine so some of the can- ring of fire. I can imagine some of those kids would be diagnosed with bipolar disorder.
2: Anxious ADD. Uh, I had it when I was in you know, school. Um, I still have it. Uh, and it's anxiety. It, it, and it's ca- the anxiety is actually causing you to not be able to focus correctly. Okay, You're really worried about how everything, maybe you have social anxiety. You're really worried about how other people view you. And that takes precedent over everything else in your life okay you're so consumed by it so with that type of add you know once again we're not going to just do some sort of stimulant because guess what you're going to focus on you're going to focus on everybody everybody's looking at me you know i this is making me so nervous right what we're going to um what we're going to do we're going to use things like gaba and l-theanine that will help to relax that person and uh, make them feel better at ease in their own skin.
1: That's good. So yeah, we are right at the end of the show. It was a little bit of a challenge with technology and internet connection here, but we made it through. And Dr. Dwight, you have something that you would like to offer to the audience. Yes.
2: Yes, Yes, absolutely. Uh, So we hit on health um, topics when we first started. Uh, but I am doing a webinar. Um, it's going to be on September 4th at seven o'clock, okay? And I'm really going to dive deep into gut and brain connection and how it relates to ADD. So I'm going to really dive deep into it. You can follow me on Franklin Family Wellness Institute on the Facebook. Uh, that event is posted right there. You can just click a link and uh, uh, tickets are $19.99 and you can click that link and just purchase your tickets. And we will make sure that we have a link
1: here. And next week, we want to hear your experiences of cutting these sugary drinks out of your life for the week. Try it out. And so that you can make some of these shifts happen in your life. We will be back next week. Go ahead and, uh, and try some of these things out.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karen Weary and her guest co-host for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you.